Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Cause if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, cause everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Cause the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, surfcontinuum.com. Well, there ain't much to say about this week's episode. Let's talk about your confidence. All right, well, here we go. So how to gain confidence. Kind of sounds like a self, self-help book or something like that. Oh my gosh, a lot of what we say out here could be a self-help book. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's, it's all good. It's good timing, you know, like this holiday season, people have more time, you know, to get in the water. And I mean, gaining more, it's, it's pretty straightforward. And it's what we always say and what it all boils down to is just getting in the water. And we're just going to talk about all these different ways that you can you know, break down the barriers for getting in the water and practicing and and getting to that point where it doesn't feel like such a big deal just to go for a little surf and get some practice time in. Totally. Uh, You know what? That really just rung a bell for me because I remember when I got my first sailboat, my own first sailboat, like for all my life, I'd been going with my dad, you know, so it was like a very easy and this is kind of hitting on one of our points, but like it made it easier. You know, he kind of did stuff. He directed like if I ever was like, oh, wait, what's next? I just look at him and he kind of like, you know, cues you up to the next step. So when right. I got my first boat, it was like kind of overwhelming, you know, and I didn't go sailing that much initially because I was like, oh, I got to do this and then I got to do that and like this and that. And what made it easier and more digestible to think about and do was just do it, you know, like do it and do it and do it again and like get that system and then realize like, oh, it's not that big a deal. You know, you do this, you do that, you do this and you're off, you know? And it was just like what you said, you know, just doing it over and over made me realize like, it's not that big a deal. You know, you just have to like kind of wrap your head around the process. Um, so anyway, specifically speaking to how to gain confidence as a surfer, which a little side point I like to make kind of just gives you confidence in life. You know, when you're able to like build your confidence in the ocean, it makes you feel more of a confident human, like what you go out and do in your, in your life. And like, man, if I can do this in the ocean, in an environment I can't control, what about, you know, in the world and like in where there's more things I can control and use my expertise in things that I'm way better at than I am compared with surfing, you know? Right. But, uh, but you know, people are right to be intimidated by the ocean. And, and surfing in general for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, the ocean just can smack you down. It doesn't matter how big the waves are. It can be the littlest of days, and you're like, <gasps> let, that was a long hold down. That was like a whole three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> totally. I mean, there, there's a lot going on at your at your everyday, you know, at your normal little surf spot. Like you're saying, you get you get swatted. That's one of those things that I love about surfing. Like start the day off getting 
getting humbled and getting throttled and then you feel like you know you're really grateful once you hit land and like you said you're you're kind of have this this different kind of self-confidence that you just you just went and did something and pushed yourself that was kind of hard you know there's there's other people in the lineup when you're starting to get used to this whole going surfing mo more days than not um, you start to you start to learn the crowd. You start to realize that there are people that you'd kind of rather not start your day hanging out and talking with or sharing a lineup with. So that can kind of deter people. It's just you know the the characters that you get in in any given lineup. You know can be a bit much. But these are things you just got to push past. Right. And I think you know other aspects of the the confidence or lack thereof is just people don't know what to practice. You know, there's really not an outline and that's really what we're setting out to do is like give people isolated things to work on, you know, and be like, right. this is not so simple or so basic that you should just overlook it, but you should actually focus your, your efforts to it. So I feel like that helps, you know, well, that's part of the reason why people don't have the confidence is like, they're like holding their surfboard, like, what do I do? You know, like, you realize as as you start doing it that it's not as simple as just paddling out, turning around, catching a wave and, and doing it, you know? Like there's so right. many little things and anybody knows this based on something else in their life that they're good at, you know? Like people might come up to you and be like, oh, this and that and simplify it to you as the expert and you're like, oh, you have no idea like what you just glazed over, you know? Right, right. And uh, and then also I feel like, you know, people don't know how to safely push their limits. You know, there is the type of person who just wants to send it all the time. It's usually like that aggro male energy that just like beyond safety, beyond reason, just is always sending it. We're not really talking about that person. In fact, there's an episode for that person. But we're talking about right. the other end of the spectrum. The person who's like, oh, I want to be safe. I want to be conservative. But you know you need to push your limits to get better at stuff. So, like, how do you do that in a safe way? So that's what this episode's all about is little hints and tips, you know. Oh, like you said in the beginning, Coach, like, it really just comes down to water time. But I think we got a couple extra little little somethings here for you to to, to chew on. Yeah, so as far as like gaining confidence through, you know, obviously we're huge proponents of just if if you have your fundamental game on lockdown, then all of a sudden you you basically are a confident surfer. And the only way you do that is to is to do exactly what coach was saying, isolate the variables and just start with your paddling. You know, become a paddling machine you know mm -hmm. never be the person who's gassed out head down on their board just basically you know waving the white flag when it's too early to wave the white flag they're still in the middle of the impact zone you know it's like <laughs> shit you know you gotta get your paddling your stamina and technique and and form you got you gotta get it together it's it's pretty much the, the one thing that's that's gonna get you you know to take you outside of that that constant you know self-doubt I don't belong here type of thing is just like when you feel good and strong and and stable on the board and you could paddle all around the lineup it's, we're not even talking about catching and riding ways it's just it's just the part you know it's it's just the, it's the beginning yeah, I, I, I mean, you know I love this. Everybody that listens over and over knows I love it. But it's just, it is so important, and it's one of the parts of surfing that's so overlooked. You know, like your paddling form, your paddling technique, your stamina, to the point where I still think about it all the time. 
and it's it's a way that I can feel good about my surfing you know like if I'm not surfing a wave really well or or maybe I'm surrounded by a lot of surfers that are great and I'm realizing like wow I'm just pretty average in this group you know uh, if not mm-hmm. below average but there's one time like when I'm shoulder to shoulder with one of those great surfers on the inside that's where I'm really looking I'm like ooh, let's see how I compare to them as a paddler Let's see who gets through this like turbulent little swirling inside foamy whitewater better. Let's see who deals, who duck dives and comes out ahead. You know, that's where I'm really like, uh, like that gives me confidence when a guy who rips and does these air reverses and fucking shreds, but I paddle better than him, you know, and I can get around and move around. It's just like, yeah, that, you know, surfing's not just how you ride a wave. Can you do an air reverse or not? Yes or no. You're good or bad. You know, it's like, how do you paddle? How do you catch waves? How do you read the ocean? How do you know? So it's just one of the criteria of being a good surfer. And it's one that you can easily do even without waves, you know, even, even in the flat water, you can get better at this. Hell yeah. You know it team. We're never going to stop harping on this paddling thing. Never. We're just going <laughs> to find new titles to, to plug it into, <laughs> to plug it into. Uh, but then, you know, and, and kind of in the same theme on the same, just learning your fundamentals to gain confidence is your board control, you know, being able to just sit up, spin your board and paddle in a new direction on a dime. My God, that'll give you so much confidence, especially when there's a lot of surfers out or, you know, everyone's kind of jockeying for the same positions. You need to be agile if you want to be able to get in the mix. If you can't do these little turns, do these little nuanced direction changes and be like fluent about it, that's going to really shake your confidence and and make you feel like and, and rightfully so again you don't belong there you know you don't belong in 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 a crowd or anywhere near it if you don't have that agility of in your board control and i'm talking simple things you know sitting turns prone turns and and just the the fluency and the proficiency with which you do it like none of this shimmying around trying to find the sweet spot but just tucking the tail down and lurching out and sending off you know into paddling technique and then just like hold, being able to hold on to your board, I think that's a, a, a huge one mm. that a lot of people get really freaked out about. It's like, oh, I can't even go out there and practice. There's too many people because I can't hold on to my board. I, right. And it's it's justified. You shouldn't be going out there if you can't hold on to your board. So, so one thing that I wanted to hit on was like in board control skills, I can't, I've talked about it before, but when we did one of the original Surfing Fundamentals video in flat water, like it, for me, it was a really good training exercise. There were certain little things that I noticed right away that I had to like tighten up in order to do the exercise fluid and smooth, mm. um, you know, and just like, just that, that's just that great starting point where there's no waves involved, you know, go out there and, and be able to do like, like S turns in, in your prone turn, like set up some buoys and go and then do turns and just just get get into it, you know, get fixated on doing all these little things really well. And then you're you should feel really good in the in the still water. It should only take like one day of maybe two little practice sessions going out there and really putting it putting down some time and gassing yourself out you know, come in, take a break, go do it again, and then take that same kind of training routine to to the ocean on a really small day where there's not a lot of opportunities to catch waves and get good rides, but just focus on board control for a day, 
you know, and then once once you get so deep into it, like we're talking about, it's gonna always be on your mind. You're always mm. gonna be wanting to get a little bit better every single time you go out there. So yeah, that's just something that came to mind. I want to share. Well said. Yeah, and then you know all of this that we're talking about, working on your fundamentals and realizing how you can improve them, and and going into still water so you eliminate all these variables and really focus on them and see how much room there is to improve. You know, only then when you go into the ocean should you be going into the tiniest of waves. You know, like look for that zero to one foot surf line forecast, you know, tiny, tiny waves where, you know, consequence is small, energy is low, crowd is low, uh, you know, and just continue to work on those fundamentals with only the smallest bits of energy pulsing through a lineup you know it, it almost like at high tide it disappears i'm talking that small you know right. um but really the goal here is like the fluency of your fundamentals regardless of where you're at whether it's still water whether it's tiny waves whether it's medium-sized waves and and i think that that's basically how you define your limits is like where those fundamentals stop being well executed you know, like, is it a size of a wave? Is it a certain condition? Is it a whatever that thing that makes your fundamentals start to degrade, go down? That's where you're like, OK, don't go past, you know, fluency in the fundamentals is like we have to start off the episode with that. It's got to be about the fundamentals. Um, all right. So moving on, I have this like second point I kind of thought about, you know, why are like I was thinking about this why are people not confident about the ocean and and so part of it is the unpredictability the waves you know and so I feel that if you really the same way you obsess over your fundamentals start obsessing over waves and reading them and predicting them not just in the future in the forecast but as they come into a lineup, watching them grow, watching them develop, watching them suck out, double up, how other people ride them, you know, basically before you paddle out, while you are going out, and then after you're out there, and then even as far as getting out of the water, you know, like maybe you get a good long ride or something, get out of the water. Don't just paddle back out and like re-look at it again. Get that like whole view again before you go back into the, you know, the, the, the small focused part of it really good points there i mean i think that's probably why we are so so good at reading waves is because we love watching waves i mean Mm. like when we're down at the ocean in the when we're down in la miss we're up you know as soon as we possibly can just to get a glimpse of the waves you know and just to start getting that information in your head you know we might not get in the water for another hour but that whole time leading up to it while we're having coffee, while we're having breakfast, while we're getting the boards ready, we're just studying the waves and the waves on, you know, that that are on hand that day. And just just like you're saying, like, this is the opportunity. You don't have to go in, like say, say you're getting into a new a new lineup, you're you move to a new town and you're and you're nervous about getting into the water. Just just start going down there throwing the towel down on the beach watching the waves watching the surfers watching them go in and out of the water and slowly build yourself up to the point like like seriously just go put your feet in the water you don't even have to go and jump all the way in you right, know right like just just slowly work your way in and and pay attention to everything that's going on at your little local beach and and start you know 
getting tuned into all the little little things that make you feel confident like when you know where where to paddle in and where to paddle out um you know like wh what tide what wind what swell when you start putting all that stuff together it just for some reason you feel a lot a lot more like you should be there mm -hmm. yeah and and you know i added this part under this category of getting obsessed with the waves but like to the extent where you see waves everywhere like do you remember being a kid and like riding your skateboard down the sidewalk and like there's a a branch hanging over the sidewalk so you're like oh tube and you just set up your little tube stance and pull in quote unquote to this little branch hanging over the sidewalk like and then the ramp down in the front of driveways, like you're carving up and down it, like it's a wave phase. The waves are everywhere. They're in the yeah. sky and the clouds. They're in your Dorito chips, you know? Like, I swear to God, I would be looking for perfect A-frame tubes in my Doritos when I was a kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> draw them in the notebooks. <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah, draw, you know, that's a good exercise. Draw your your dream wave, you know, and start start thinking of it, you know, start thinking of you in there, you know, not maybe not in the tube, but just on it. Um, right, right. And uh, yeah. and then last of all, with waves, just, um, you know, reading the forecast and, and knowing what the buoys are reading when you're going to the beach so that you have kind of a, a scientific information to back up the visual observation, you're, you know, and like pair the information with the visual, like, what's what's the buoy reading and what does that look like at the beach you know what does the forecast say and what is that you know looking like at the beach and you just start to develop like a sense like wow every time the swells from the southwest it really is pretty this or that you know and every time the swells from the east it's always so stretched out and over this way unless the interval is longer then it looks like you know and you really start to develop and 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 gain opinion uh, like have opinions about things before you even get to the beach you know what to expect you kind of like oh i'm going to bring this board today because i have a feeling it's going to be doing that thing again you know like the inner dialogue of a real surfer you know mm -hmm. that's that's what it is it's like you got to develop that you gotta you gotta get fixated on all the little parts of surfing to to really you know feel like a surfer and feel and and be confident and stoked instead of timid and like oh, i don't know if i can really do it uh you know you, you guys got to start getting over that and start pushing yourself and telling yourself like i'm i'm doing all the work you know at home and online and eating down at the beach i'm putting in time at the beach even when it's on shore and kind of shitty i'm down there i'm having my coffee i'm doing whatever little work i can do but i'm i'm putting in the time basically it's it's creating that that real relationship with the ocean and mother nature to the where mother ocean to where you do feel comfortable like you've earned it mm. you know getting to spend time in the ocean is it's a really special thing and it's it's either a really special thing or it's just a terrifying thing yeah you know <laughs> Yeah, it really is like a new relationship that you, as you, you know, develop it and get to know each other, you feel more comfortable, you know, and, and that's basically confidence, you know, comfort. Um, all right, so how about this way to gain a little more confidence? Ditch your surf instructor. <laughs> get rid I of us. I love that one. I love <laughs> that one, coach. That's just top shelf, you know. 
Um, it's just the truth. Again, if you want to be a real surfer, you got to figure out how to go do it on your own. You know, on your own. You don't. You can't have somebody holding your hand. Just, just like Coach was talking about with his dad taking him sailing, and you know, thinking back to when we were in high school and we started, you know, surfing consistently by ourselves. At first, we were like, uh, what do we, you know, what do we actually need? What, what Every, all those little things, you know, that Uncle Anth and Uncle Chris used to always take care of. Um, you got to work them out in your own head and you got to be your own person, you know, get out yep. there. Yep. And then, and you know, like ditching your surf instructor, if, like I think a good kind of stepping stone away from your surf instructor, somebody who kind of is the expert and basically has an answer for everything for you go with a friend and you're more of a peer, someone that you're like, oh, I don't know, this or that. And like develop this relationship with a friend where you're like, oh, did you see that right over there? Yeah, did you see that left over there? You know, and have this back and forth that helps each other, like that team effect where one person by themselves and one person by themselves is, you know, two single people. When they're together, it's not two people, it's like three. I always right. say this and I'm not sure if it comes out right, but the effect of two people working together is the same as like three or four people, you know, individuals. Like yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a team player that comes out when two people work together. And so I really, I really like that, you know, and it reminds me just of being in La Miss, like you were saying, when we're watching the waves and, you know, before we even paddle out, we're, we might be watching them for an hour, but that whole hour we're also talking, we're also calling out things we see and observations and like kind of wrapping our head around the, the session and getting it wired before we're even suited up and paddling out. Yeah, asking, you know, like, what what are you riding today? What are you thinking about riding today? You know, sometimes it's the hardest thing for me in the world to do is to pick <laughs> the board that I'm going to surf. Uh, you know, that, that keeps me out of the water like another half hour because I'm like, oh, perfect shortboard wave. Oh, perfect glider wave. Oh, look, there it is, the fucking egg wave. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely true about you. And I am so the opposite. I'm like, I'm going to trusty dusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but no, I, I really like that. And I really like your last point was, you know, when it really comes down to it, ditch everybody and figure out how to go surfing and be happy and be confident all by yourself. You know, nobody on the beach there's, you know, in Southern California, you're, it's, it's rare to find that situation, but you know, you get that out, out East and, you know, up North have gotten that a lot. And down in Baja, it's just, it's a pretty special feeling to get to the point where you know the break well enough, you know, your equipment, you know, your skills well enough, you know, you're not putting yourself in danger. You're just going out there and putting in the time. There's, you know, there's, there's nothing quite like it to just be you and mother nature um out there putting in time putting in work agreed it makes me think of you know when i first started being able to drive and that was basically this last point is when that finally got the chance well that's not true i've surfed plenty on my own like growing up but when i really got to consistently not have to depend on somebody else you know to get to the beach i could just hop in the car and go and so many special things happened in that time, you know, like just the development of me as a surfer and a human and, and like the special rides home, like you didn't even know the moon was going to be rising, but it turns out it's a harvest moon. It's coming over the road and it's giant and you just had a great session. And it's just like, man, I, I, there's, there's times that I'll never forget. 
And a part of like the magic was that I went off and I did it on my own and I'm working on something that, you know, at first it was intimidating to do by yourself, but little by little chipping away, you're just gaining that confidence. And it just translates into your other sessions, into traveling to new spots and surfing with different people who are better and worse and just having this confidence in who you are as a surfer. It doesn't have to be the best surfer. It doesn't have to be a certain thing. It just it's it's just this overriding confidence that you are allowed to do this thing you know at your pace at your level and to have no holdbacks from you know from doing it yeah no it's just one of the most special things i mean that's what makes surfing what it is it's like once once you get in the water it really is always it's just you and the ocean mm. you know there're going to be 100 people out there it does affect affect you differently but that's that's what's so different about it not being a team team sport and it just being you you and mother ocean and and i i love it so much and i'm 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 stoked that we're having this conversation because we that's what we want to see we want to see more surfers going into the lineup with not that you know held back timid look on their face and more of that stoked like I know I can handle myself out here and I just get to go out and have fun with everybody, you know? Hell yeah. Right on, coach. Nice outline on this one. I'm glad we got into it and uh, let's do it again soon. <laughs> let's. Oh. <laughs>